I'm Rachel Roberts, and this is Don't Sleep On It by HuffPost. Today, we're talking about Facebook taking down Elizabeth Warren's ads and some psychological reasons you just can't stop spending money. But first, the Green New Dealers are going local. Sunrise Movement, the youth-focused climate justice nonprofit whose protests late last year helped push the Green New Deal, is planning to expand its upcoming 14-stop tour of the United States into a nationwide campaign with roughly 100 town hall meetings organized by its swelling ranks of local chapters, the group told HuffPost. The goal of the tour? The events are aimed at drumming up support for the Green New Deal by explaining the local benefits of a sweeping national industrial plan to zero out greenhouse gas emissions and reduce poverty. The tour will include 10 big-ticket stops in cities including Boston, Des Moines, Iowa, and Paradise, California, which was devastated by the state's deadliest wildfire in history last year. Tuesday's announcement comes a month after Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Senator Ed Markey unveiled their resolution outlining what should be in Green New Deal legislation, including a push for generating as much renewable electricity as possible, revamping the farming sector, and empowering minority communities suffering from pollution. The resolution launched with an impressive 64 co-sponsors. Now it has 100, 89 in the House of Representatives, and 11 in the Senate. But they're all Democrats, Republicans whose platform position on climate change has been to question the science behind it, found new footing on the issue in vehemently opposing the Green New Deal. The GOP began smearing the Green New Deal as an effort to, quote, take away your hamburgers, as former White House advisor Sebastian Gorka put it at the Conservative Political Action Conference last month. Another breathlessly repeated inaccurate criticism of the deal is that it would cost $93 trillion, an eye-popping estimate fabricated by a conservative think tank report Politico reported. To combat this, Diana Jay, Sunrise Movement's organizing director, said, quote, We're going directly to the American people to lay out how the Green New Deal would improve the lives of every person in this country, save for a handful of billionaire oil and gas CEOs, unquote. And once again, Facebook is making waves for political ads. The social media site temporarily removed multiple advertisements from Senator Elizabeth Warren's presidential campaign that called for breaking up of tech giants, including Facebook. The Massachusetts Democrats' campaign placed the ads Friday on Facebook. The affected ads, which were nearly identical and included a video, directed Facebook users to a petition on Warren's website asking them, quote, to support our plan to break up these big tech companies, unquote. The proposal is part of Warren's recent announcement to, quote, unwind anti-competitive mergers, such as Amazon with Whole Foods and Facebook with Instagram. Politico first noticed Monday that Facebook had taken down some of the ads, with the social media giant explaining, quote, this ad was taken down because it goes against Facebook's advertising policies, unquote. The policy in question says that Facebook ads cannot use the company's logo in posts. The policy also requires that ads not use the Facebook brand in a way that makes the social media company a prominent feature. A Facebook spokesman could not confirm to HuffPost exactly when the company took down the ads, but said they were back up on the website as of Monday evening. Warren responded to the ad removals on Twitter, highlighting the danger of Facebook's ability to remove messages from its critics. 
Curious why I think Facebook has too much power? Let's start with their ability to shut down a debate over whether Facebook has too much power, she tweeted. She continued, quote, thanks for restoring my posts, but I want a social media marketplace that isn't dominated by a single censor, unquote. There's a good chance you've made a few regrettable purchases in your life, and you're definitely not alone. We all know someone who has given in to an impulse buy or premium price tag at some point. Maybe we are that person. But why do we let our spending get out of control, even when we know better? Sometimes our own minds get the best of us. Here are three psychological principles that could be behind your bad spending decisions. First, have you ever been so hungry that you decided to hit the drive through and eat something crappy, even though you could have waited to cook a delicious, healthy meal at home? According to one psychologist, the technical term for this type of thought process is delayed reward discounting. It's the preference for smaller, more immediate rewards as opposed to larger but delayed benefits. Delayed reward discounting is one reason some people tend to overspend. People who are willing to pause and consider the risks versus the rewards of a spending decision tend to have better spending habits. Second, the scarcity principle is an economic theory that examines the relationship between supply and demand. When applied to the field of psychology, the scarcity principle basically states that the less available something is, the more desired it becomes. So when it comes to making spending decisions, you might feel more pressure to buy something because you think it could become unavailable soon, according to Vasily Stalakis, a professor of marketing at California State University, San Marcos, who specializes in consumer psychology. For instance, when shopping online, you might see a message like limited time offer or only two left at this price. Those claims may or may not be true, but either way, you feel a sense of urgency to buy. Lastly, another psychological principle that causes people to overspend is known as anchoring, which involves how people evaluate price points when making decisions about purchases, according to Delacus. For example, say you're shopping for an item with a list price of $100. However, that item is marked on sale for $50. It's likely you'll focus on the initial price of $100, the anchor, and therefore consider the new price of $50 as a great deal, even if it isn't. The original price might have been inflated or you might not really need to spend the money in the first place. By concentrating on the anchor, we are actually thinking more about the $50 we are saving than the $50 we are spending, Delacus said. So now that you're armed with the reasons you're overspending, you can think twice about that spring super sale. And here's what else you shouldn't be sleeping on. Actresses Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin are among dozens of people charged by the FBI in an elite college admission scheme, allegedly paying up to $6 million in bribes to ensure that their children were accepted to schools such as Yale and Georgetown, documents unsealed Tuesday in Boston revealed. In the alleged scheme, which the FBI called a, quote, nationwide conspiracy, parents paid for their children to cheat on exams and apply to elite schools as student-athletes, regardless of their actual skills. And a delay of Brexit looks inevitable after Prime Minister Theresa May's EU deal suffered another humiliating parliament defeat. MPs voted 391 to 242 to reject her revised plans for the UK's exit from the European Union, with hardline Tory Eurosceptics and the Democratic Unionist Party teaming up with Labour to dash her hopes of a breakthrough. 
The margin was smaller than the defeat of her Brexit plan in January, but the result was still decisive and plunged the country into instability again, just before the planned exit day of March 29th. For more about how these stories develop, head to HuffPost.com. And now, you really gotta get up. Bye!